Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Okay, first off, welcome to London. Uh, it's great, great to have you over. I understand you were due to potentially fight Hector Lombard over here uh, about a year or so ago. Tell us about that and why that fight never never came to pass. Okay, yeah. Uh, so basically, I uh, rescheduled the fight in London, kind of, you know, uh, handshake deal with the UFC, kind of just like on talking terms. And then all of a sudden, they, uh, they switched it on me and then they wanted me to fight a little sooner, a little after that part. And put me in Australia. I wasn't really down to, to go fly there, especially on my current contract. It was, uh, I wasn't making very much. And, you know, I was excited about London. I thought it was a good spot for me, but uh, Australia I wasn't really into. And, you know, that's why I was trying to hold tight on the London card. And then they ended up just ignoring it and like not negotiating it at all and just picking a new opponent for Hector and putting him on the Australian card. Now, now you're signed with Bellator, and there, your, your contract situation received a lot of attention, obviously, at the time. Tell me, explain to us how, how you were weighing up between the two promotions. What what were the real difference makers that made you sign for Bellator rather than re-up your deal with the UFC? Uh, you know, when it really comes down to it, it's about the money. It's, uh, let's be honest here, this is, uh, you know, this is my business, and you know, I'm here trying to make some money now. I put in a lot of time in this, uh, this career I've been fighting pro since I was 16 years old and not making a lot over the years, especially the early years. So, you know, I've gotten to the pinnacle of the sport fighting for the world title. It's time now that I start uh, getting one up more. And uh, Bellator stepped up with a good deal. And at the end of the day, that's what mattered. How much more control over your own personal brand and being able to pick up sponsors and sort of go about your career the way you want to do it? How much more control have you now got? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big thing. Is people really like to see personal images, and uh, I think I think Bellator has got that down with the whole entrance and you know their whole their whole platform with, with growing fighters. You know, I think people can get to know each and every guy for their own their own originality. You know, so I think that's a, that's a good uh, opportunity for me here in Bellator. And of all the weight classes in Bellator, arguably welterweight is probably the strongest right now. You've got no shortage of fights, and I know you said that middleweight is something that interests you as well. You matched up with Paul Daly, which is obviously great for us Brits, the fact that we've got a fight like that coming over here to London. Break down Paul Daly for us. Tell us what, what you see in him as a, as a fighter and, and how highly you rate him within the global welterweight scene, having, having fought some of the best in the business in that, in yeah, that weight Paul, class. Paul's one of the elite kickboxers of the welterweight division around the world, and uh, you know I've seen his fights for many years now, so uh, you know he's 
he's, he's always been the, the same kind of guy. He wants to keep it on the feet and knock your head off. And uh, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. People love that about ball, you know. And that's uh, what's exciting for me, you know, going in there with a real killer. You know, so I'm excited for this fight. I'm very motivated to go in there with a strong style and take him out. I've spoken to, to various fighters down the years who have been in that world fight division. Carlos Condit is one uh, notable example of this. He's been through so many wars that he's now very sort of cognizant of what those wars can do to him as he goes along. Yeah. And he's kind of altered his fighting style a little bit. Yeah. Um, is that something that you're beginning to think of now as you're sort of maturing as a fighter? And I've kind of gone the opposite way <laughs> recently uh, because my last fight was so uh, so not who I am. You know? It's not how I like to express myself in a fight. Uh, I, I'm a, like Paul was explaining, blood and guts. You know, I come forward and I'm going to drown you with pressure and, and attack you. Um, and that's what I'm, I'm going to stick with. You know, that's how I got my success and, uh, and how I'm going to continue being successful. And in terms of that welterweight division, presumably your sights are on the welterweight championship. But what's what's the end game for you? Is it is it to be a champion in two weight classes? Is it to fight specific? Opponents. What is it that, that, that really drives you right now? Yeah, both. Both of those. You know, uh, first, first and foremost, welterweight champion. Uh, I want to get that staple down. You know, but from there, I think bigger opportunities come up. Middleweight title, middleweight title shots, and from there, the, the doors are wide open to fight anyone in, in, uh, in Bellator that's got a big name, and you know, we can put some big fights together and get people excited. Like, wow, this guy versus this guy. Even though they're not the same weight, we can put it together. I think fans are going to be really happy about that. How much would it mean to you to headline a card back home in Canada? Yeah, I, I, I always like headlining Canada because, you know, the people are just always, they got my back, you know, they're excited uh, for me to fight for them. And, you know, unfortunately, I didn't put on the show that they're used to the last one, so I got uh, I got to redeem myself for them, that's for sure. What's the appetite like for MMA out there? Because it's been, from, from the outside looking in, it's felt like Canada's been incredibly unlucky over the last few years events have fallen through or cars just haven't haven't come together in the way that they've been expected to uh, that a good event in Canada this past weekend in terms of big blockbuster shows yeah. it hasn't really they haven't had those big shows for a while yeah so. that's that's the thing I'm gonna be talking with Bellator like if, if we're gonna be going there we got to bring a solid card up and down you know not, not just me at the top and then whoever else we got to make sure that we're, we're stacking that card bringing a big show and a uh, bit of a light-hearted one to finish with. Uh, I remember from the Q&A, uh, you mentioned someone messed around with your walkout music uh, back in the day. Um, if you were going to mess around with Paul Daly's walkout music, what would you what, what would you have him walk out to? <laughs> I don't know, maybe like uh, that Napoleon Dynamite uh, dance song he did at the, at the school show. That would be, that'd be perfect. <laughs> Great stuff. Rory, thanks very much. Great to have you over.